The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, July 29th, 5 p.m. on the East Coast, here for our weekend preview slash lock dog and total for the Saturday games. We'll also have a uh, brief, I guess, discussion, and we'll kind of walk through of how uh noah does his strikeout props i know i got into some more this week so we'll dig into that another market to uncover here but as you heard like i said joining me here to break it down for the saturday schedule is my main man in the great lakes area noah Beanick. noah how you feeling buddy i'm actually feeling pretty rough got my allergies up today i don't know what's going on i feel like i'm one of the few podcasters that just struggle like on a daily basis whether i feel like i can speak with the uh sinuses and stuff like that but struggling physical wise um came off like two days off i played golf on wednesday for thursday's podcast and for friday's podcast we were moving refrigerators um in and out of my house so got a good workout yesterday and i think all the dust just kind of stirred it up and i've been suffering today but uh yeah, lock dog and total podcast, and I'm I'm ready to go. And you know, I sneak peek. I couldn't. I don't really like the slate, so I didn't have a lock. And Moonoff and I just kind of telepathically read each other's minds, saying, "Let's talk about some strikeout props today." So that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's it's one of the f- more, I guess, I guess I could say fun markets to talk about. Um, it's one of the more, I guess, the most popular. Um, prop market in baseball that and i guess you can talk about you know nerfies and then things like that um for uh baseball betting but we'll talk about that later in the show it kind of like noah said it's a sneak peek to the the lock segment for him but um yeah short show today i know we usually go through every single game uh but we like to do the turbo episodes at least for the weekend slate because the weekend does kind of get tricky as far as you know betting wise uh, and i've seen this across a lot of um, other betters I've spoken to uh, as well as that, you know, the weekend we can get weekend gets a little freaky, but yeah, we'll still walk through our lock dog and total. But before we get into that, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor win bet. Make sure to get down on wins bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet on the MLB. Plus, the ultimate fantasy football experience. It's winding down, guys. Just two days left. 
Bet $500 or more on sports and casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And also, the new SGPN Discord. Make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, Noah, before we get into our picks for Saturday... I, I do need a vent a little bit because uh, the Phillies kind of screwed me over last night as my <laughs> lock yesterday of minus one and a half. Um, was not very happy about that. They I think they had a, what, an eight-nothing lead last night with Zach Wheeler on the mound. He had another phenomenal outing for the Philadelphia Phillies. Also had his uh, K prop to go over last night uh, at plus money at six and a half. That one cleared easily. Or not easy. Well, I guess we can say easily. <laughs> He finished up with eight, <clears throat> I'm sorry, eight strikeouts in seven innings, but eight nothing lead after or after seven innings um, or after they batted uh, in the top of the ninth and they give up seven runs, five runs in the bottom of the ninth last night. Noah, I was not a very happy camper yesterday, but <clears throat> I wouldn't be either. Um, did you see the clip that we tweeted out with the David I Ross? I did. Video? Yes, I did. That's exactly how I was, I was feeling. I'm not even going to lie about it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's just one of those things. It's it's a bad beat, but I just feel like I've been on the on the on the wrong side of those bad beats or uh, losses over that the past happens. couple of weeks. But um, wanted to get that off my chest. All right, um, no, I'll let you pick, man. Which what, 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 what do you want to lead it off with here? We're gonna go with our dog. We're gonna go with our lock. We're gonna go with our total. What do you want to lead off with? Let's let's start with the totals. All right, let's start with the totals. You want me to start? Or you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, So my total for the day is going to be the under seven and a half in the Minnesota Twins San Diego Padres game. Uh, These two squads, they have been two that we love to tail on their unders this year. The books, they've tampered with the Twins trend as the over is hit since July 4th. The over is 11 and five. But for Minnesota uh, and San Diego, they have hit frequently uh except for that one little spurt uh in san diego's last eight games the under is hitting five on the year for san diego it's 52 44 and three and at home in petco park the under is 27 17 and one pitching for the twins is sunny gray who's five and three with a 352 era 64 strikeouts 18 walks in 69 innings pitched this year he is a 303 era on the road so he pitches better on the road than at home and then you look at joe musgrove pitching for the padres he's eight and three 263 era 106 strikeouts 25 walks and 109.1 innings pitched at home he has a 219 era i definitely like a first five under in this game but since that number isn't released let's just roll with the full game under because i feel like both both bullpens in the back end you got some revenge games going on uh because this these two teams were involved in a like 
two days before the regular season started, they traded their back end guys to each other. And I feel like going up against each other for their first, this would be the second game uh, with the first game Friday. I feel like this could be just a, a pitcher's duel throughout the whole nine innings. I like it. Yeah, I mean, you talked about it. Sonny Gray has been better on the road uh, this season than I believe at home, um, almost by a full or right about a full earned run. Uh, lower on the road is his ERA. And, um, you know, Padres, I guess uh, I'm trying to look up how their bats have done over the last two weeks here um, against right handed pitching. And um, let's see here. Let me update that here. Um, get that out of the way. San Diego. Over the last two weeks against right-handed pitching, they are – where did they go? They were right in front of me. Uh, San Diego. Yeah, they're number 20 in WRC+. And that's something – a stat that I really like looking at when I'm talking about – or when we are talking about totals here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, and it gives you a good idea of, you know, if if you know if they're taking advantage of opportunities, if, if they're, you know – the batting average is not there for them either over the last two weeks at right 228 um and you talked about Sonny gray you know uh, he's been phenomenal on the road joe musgrove same thing at home so far this season three and one record era is uh right around 2.15 for uh joe musgrove um he did struggle in his last two starts but he did face some good offenses in the mets and the, even the rockies are a pretty good offense especially in coors field so um, I, I think that he can find his form here a little bit again uh, against the Minnesota Twins um, in this interleague matchup. So I do agree with your under here, under seven and a half uh, between these two stud pitchers. All right. Uh, for my pick uh, for the total for the Saturday games, I'm going to go with the Mets team total. And this is probably going to come around uh, four and a half. Um, and I'm trying to see what the full game team total is. I don't see the lines out for it yet. So uh, even if it's at four and a half or even a five at some books that do offer it, I like this to go over for uh, the Mets. And it's really a fade, of course, on their on the starting pitcher for the Miami Marlins tomorrow night. It's going to be Trevor Rogers on the mound for the Miami Marlins. There, uh, he has a record of four and ten on the season, a five point eight five ERA overall, forty one walks. To 83 strikeouts so far this season and there's a lot of things that kind of stuck out to me here and i'll kind of go through the list over his last five games he's struggled just as much as he has over the past five games sorry for the full season last five games he's one and four with a 5.84 era he's pitched in 24 and two-thirds innings 16 earned runs uh he's allowed uh he's also walked 10 guys in that span as well at home this season is where he's really struggled for the Miami Marlins. He's two and six. The ERA is 7.09 in nine games that he started at home so far this year. 40 and two thirds innings pitched. He's allowed 33, sorry, 32 earned runs and four, 40 and two thirds innings pitched. He's given up eight long bombs, um, 46 strikeouts, 15 walks that he's allowed. He has faced the, um, Mets, I think, twice this season already. Um, yeah, and in both of those games, he has struggled. In five innings, he's allowed three earned runs to the uh, New York Mets in that span. The ERA this season against the Mets 
um, is, let me filter this down here, it's 5.79 like I mentioned. So um, I don't like the form that Trevor Rogers has been in. I think that he's been even worse on the road, like I mentioned with the, the numbers. So if this number is comes in at you know, four and a half or even at five and a half at plus money, I think the Mets can really get to Trevor Rogers here, Noah. Yeah, I agree with you. <clears throat> Rogers is a guy like at the beginning of the year, you were kind of hoping he'd pan out and along with the rest of this Marlins pitching staff, uh, starting staff, I should say, we were expecting these guys to kind of carry the Marlins past whatever their preseason number was. I think it was like 77 and a half or something yeah. like that. I know me and you were on that, maybe even Dylan. Um, and there was quite other, quite a lot of other people there too. And Rogers has been one of the main people that have kind of just let us down besides the offense a little bit. Cause you know, Pablo Lopez, uh, Sandy Alcantara, they have uh, done everything that we've expected to, and maybe even a little bit more from them. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, with Rogers, man, he's been, he's been frustrating. So I kind of like your fate against him yeah. and that's about it that I'll have to add to that. Yeah. Marlins are, they're on pace right now to win 77 games. If you just take the, their winning process, per, sorry, their winning percentage into account uh, for uh, this season so far. And I'll quickly look at, look, take a look at their remaining strength of schedule Um and see if we are going to be in a tough spot. Yeah, they have the fifth hardest remaining schedule. So it's it's going to be a tight one, Noah. I'm sure we're going to it's keep our eyes out on this one for the rest of the season. But yeah. All right, let's get over to our dogs of the day um, for the Saturday schedule. I'll, I'll lead this one off here, Noah. Um, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue riding the Paul Blackburn train. Uh, for the Oakland A's, and it's more so that we've been profitable this season, especially early on, uh, when Paul Blackburn has been on the road. Now, I know over his last five games, he has not been very good against uh, opposition, but two of those three starts uh, over his last uh, three starts where he's really struggled have been at home. One, his last start where he got absolutely blitzed uh, by the Texas Rangers. He gave up 10 earned runs. In four and one-third innings pitch, they lost that game 11-8. to eight. And then the other start was against the Texas Rangers on the road as well, where he gave up five earned runs in six innings. And the other start was against the Houston Astros, um, where he gave up six earned runs. But I think this is a good spot for him, especially being on the road. This season on the road, five and one with a 1.85 ERA is Paul Blackburn. He's pitched 63 and one-third innings on the road. Uh, he's only allowed 13 earned runs in that span, 48 strikeouts on the road um, against the White Sox. Um, he is 0-2 in his career, but his last start last year, he only gave up three earned runs in about five and a third inning pitched for the uh, Oakland A's. And look, they 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 just came off a sweep against the Houston Astros. So it's not like they are laying down in spots and and just completely – throwing the season away like it's something to say that you had one of the best teams if not the best team coming to your building and you actually swept that team uh that that i think that speaks kind of volumes to me but now with paul blackburn on the road like i mentioned his numbers i think this is a good value play especially at plus 155 with paul blackburn on the mound so i'm gonna take a shot here with paul blackburn uh on the mound give me that plus 155 with the oakland a's here noah 
Yeah, I'm with you there. They're six and one in their last seven games. It's yeah. uh, they've been rolling right now. I don't know, um, you know, <laughs> quite how they're doing it. <laughs> but uh, Johnny Cueto, he's another guy that's like kind of had a little bit of a breakout. Maybe I mean he, yeah. he we weren't expecting much from him, and this guy's been uh, quite good this year. And it's kind of like when will the rail or train kind of go off the rails here? It's like. Yeah. Oakland Athletics, sure, why not? It's, it doesn't make sense, and I, I love it um, where he could fall apart. But, I mean, this Athletics team is rolling right now. So I love the play with the momentum, and I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think the one thing about Johnny Cueta, and I didn't put that in the handicap, is that uh, he's actually 3-1 and one on the road so far this year with a 1.70 ERA. At home, is he's where he's 1-3. Uh, with the 3.89 ERA, so a little more trouble um, in Chicago on the south side for Johnny Cueto. So hopefully that the um, the Oakland A's are able to take advantage of it. I should have also given this out as a first five uh, innings play as well because I just don't trust the uh, Oakland A's bullpen either. Yeah. Uh, so if you are more comfortable with taking the first five innings uh, with the Oakland A's on the money line with Paul Blackburn, that might be a better look as well. Uh, just take the bullpens out of it, and hopefully that you know Paul Blackburn continues his success on the road uh, this season uh, for the Oakland A's. Uh, no, let's get to your dog of the day. What do you got, buddy? My dog of the day is another one that's, uh, you know, just a casual team that's absolutely rolling right now, and it's the Baltimore Orioles. I'm seeing them at plus 10 opening against the Cincinnati Reds tomorrow. Uh, since late June, the Orioles have been running wild. They are 15-5 and five in the last 20 games and in a pivotal series here against the Reds. I believe that if they win the series, they'll convince management not to sell uh, Trey off or sell off Trey Mancini, Jorge Lopez, and mm-hmm. company. Uh, good news for the team and the fans. Baltimore, they're six and one in their last seven games against Cincinnati. The reason why Cincinnati may have opened as a favorite is because Cincy is eight and three in their last eleven inside Great American Ballpark. But Tyler Molly pitches worse at home with a 5.02 ERA. In 2022, he's 4-7 with a 421 ERA, 107 strikeouts, 39 walks, and 98.1 innings pitched. And as for Baltimore's Dean Creamer, he has a better road ERA than home. He pitches mm-hmm. better on the road with a 170 ERA, and in 2022, he is 1-1 with a 306 ERA, 38 strikeouts, 13 walks, and 47 innings pitched. Furthermore, Baltimore has one of the best bullpens in the majors, and I'd grab this plus money line before it moves. I agree with this play because the I'm not fading the Baltimore Orioles right now. I know they they lost a couple games here after the All-Star break, but it seems like they picked up right where they kind of left off prior to the All-Star break. And it, we've talked about this, uh, you know, between Malcolm and I last season with, with, with Tyler Molle is that he's just one of those pitchers that, for whatever reason, he does great on the road. And at home is where he gets the trouble. Last season, and I'll say these numbers to you, on the road last season, he was 8-2 and two with a 2.30 ERA. At home last season, he still had a winning record of 5-4, five and, five and four, but he had an ERA of 5.63. It was nearly double uh, at home last season than uh, on the road. And then this season, you hit the nail on the head again, is that at home this season, the record has finally caught up to him. That he's regressed. He's 1-5 at home. The 4.94 ERA, you compare that to his road ERA at 3.83. Um, 
and the whip at 1.47 at home compared to 0.98 on the road this season. So, um, you know, this this Baltimore Orioles team, I love watching them. I, I, I'm i also right there with you that if they're able to win this series and stay above 500, that they're able to uh, keep Trey Mancini uh, on this team. Jorge Lopez, who just has absolutely filthy pitches, you hit the nail on the head about the bullpen as well. So I'm with you on this. Baltimore Orioles at plus money. Um, I think that they can get the job done here on Saturday with uh, Dean Kramer on the mound for them. And again, Kramer is is one of those pitchers that does well on the road uh, and doesn't do so hot at Camden, uh, Camden Yards there. So uh, 1.66 ERA on the road this season. He's 2-0. and He looks good. Uh, I'm with you 100% on this one. Yeah, plus uh, Insano again, Captain Insano in the comments making great, great points. Is uh, Cincinnati? They've already started the fire sale. Tyler Naquin or yeah. Tyler Naquin? Oh my God, uh, he's been sold to. You know, got to give the Mets credit. They went out and got their big outfielder that they wanted at the deadline. Here, congratulations to Dylan. He's the piece that is going to take you guys to the World Series. That <laughs> big left-handed bat that you guys want to just hit the ball over the over the fence for you guys and create some. Uh, runs run source from the left side of the batter's box but uh yeah i mean it, it is it is a tough message to the reds team and it's like who else is going to get sold this weekend who's going to leave the clubhouse next it's sort of just a i mean the the big dust cloud the the gray loomy cloud is luis castillo when is he going to leave and that's the big name from that team that just might kill the morale here i don't think it may happen for this game but it's just uh it's a tough scene in cincinnati right now yeah i think that that fire cell started at the beginning of the season as well right like when they traded jesse winker and uh suarez over to the mariners yeah um you know that just kind of sent a message that this is not going to be our season that we're going to be in a fire cell and we're just going to get rid of uh you know all of our great players are you still surprised to see joey Votto on this roster no he hasn't he hasn't done well this year he hasn't had a great season to be like uh a uh enticing piece on the market so i would say uh, it's unfortunate but the reds may have lost that window of like his highest value to get rid of him yeah all right uh before we get into our locks let me tell you guys about ip vanish ip vanish is the official vpn that we use at sgpn and did you know that when you're browsing online using incognito mode that doesn't actually protect your privacy that's right Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we at SGPN use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for absolutely free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP 
and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% in savings. That's IPVANISH.com slash SGP. And last and certainly not least, let me tell you guys about Dave. Look, we've all been in that situation where we've been short a little bit on cash and, and things just come up in life, whether it's having to get your car fixed and there's something that broke down in the car under the hood that you need to get fixed. You know, you're a little behind on paying some bills uh, or, you know, there's a wedding that's coming up and you're a little short on cash to buy a wedding present. It, it's all happened to us. But that's why Dave is here. Dave is the app. It's a banking app that can help you get that extra cash that you need up to $500 instantly with extra cash. And like I said, it's probably going to help you out to catch up on those bills, buy that wedding present, fill up the gas tank, get that car repair done. You can tackle those expenses without stressing about it. And that's where Dave comes in. Dave has helped millions of people already. People have downloaded the Dave app to get that financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, like I mentioned, get some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from the future you. So all you have to do is download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC and your future you will thank you. All right, uh, Noah, let's get into our locks for uh, the Saturday schedule. I'll lead it off with my log because I know you and I want to have a little discussion about the strikeout props that, you know, you've been doing all season long and also some that I've hit uh, this week. So I'll get into my lock here. Uh, I'm going to go with the New York Yankees run line minus one and a half minus 130 with nasty uh, Nestor Cortez on the mound for the New York Yankees going up against Zach Grinke in the um, Kansas City Royals. I'll start with Zach Grinke here. Brinkley has been one of those pitchers over the last two seasons. We also kind of go back to um, last season or the season that he was with the Houston Astros. He was a pitcher that was really good on the road. I'm sorry, uh, at home for his respective ball club. So far this year, he has an overall record of three and six with a 4.35 ERA. But this season, he is winless on the road. He is 0-5. With a 7.38 ERA, he's allowed 32 earned runs uh, off 55 hits in just 39 innings pitched. He only has 24 strikeouts. He's not a strikeout guy. He has walked nine guys in that span as well. But for me, for for, um, Zach Grinke here, he's just getting blitzed on the road, right? His last road start was against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays got that victory 8-1. to Previous to that, he faced the, his former bar club, the Houston Astros. Uh, they lost that game 9-7. to seven. Um, And I'm going to dig up a couple more road starts here for him. Twins back on May 29th, 7-3. Against the Diamondbacks, they lost 9-5. to five. So you kind of see the theme that not only is he losing on the road are the Royals, but they're also losing by margin. And I think this is going to be a game in where the Yankees offense can really break out against Zach Grinke because he's not – a fastball, his fastball, the velocity is not there for him anymore. And with Nestor Cortez on the mound, a left-handed pitcher, he's been fantastic this season. Um, he's eight and three with a two point four eight ERA, but he's been absolutely better at home this season for the New York Yankees. He's a perfect three and zero with a one point nine zero ERA, only allowed ten earned runs in about forty seven innings pitched, fifty three strikeouts in that span as well. And I'm trying to pull up the numbers here against. Um, 
left-handed pitching for the Kansas City Royals over the last two weeks. In WRC+, Plus, the Kansas City Royals are number eight, but I think this is more of a fade for me against uh, Zach Greinke, and I think the bats of the uh, New York Yankees are going to be able to get to Zach Greinke early and often in this game. So I'm going to take the New York Yankees run line, minus 130 uh, against Zach Greinke and the Kansas City Royals, Noah. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and something that I've paid attention to a lot this year as well. Um, texting in the group chat, uh, there were not many locks available. And when I yeah. saw you had the Yankees yeah. run line, I was like, shit, that was the one that was kind of jumping off the board for me as well, because Granky on the road is much worse than Granky at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to really ramble on much longer. It's just that's it. That's the fade right there. Yeah, uh, Grinky at home, we'll take him, but on the road, we are definitely going to fade him. All right, uh, Noah, let's get into the your lock first, and then we'll uh, kind of just have that conversation about uh, strikeout prop talk um, that we wanted to do. So uh, I'll let you lead it off here because you've been crushing it with the strikeout props uh, this season. So uh, I'll give you the floor. Yeah, so I didn't really have a lock jump off the page to me. I, I felt like today's board was a lot of minus 160 favorites that I wasn't really willing to lay the price. And actually, I was more enticed by many dogs on the slate. So I figured, why not try it? I've been doing it for myself for like the past week or so, and it's it's done all right. So like what I've done the night before is like, set some lines like Dylan does uh, with mm-hmm. the regular games and stuff. I look at past performance and what the other teams do against left-handed pitching, right-handed pitching. Um, and just the biggest one is just how how much do they strike out per game? Um, mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite stats to look at right now for this prop. And you, you have to know how they perform against uh, lefty or righty. But um, I've set lines the night before and done quite well. So I figured I'd share what I have because there's somewhat of a method that I I like to work. And um, yeah, I figured that would be serviceable enough as my lock. I've done the strikeout prop for my lock many of the past two weeks, many days of the past two weeks. So um, the way I sort of do it is of course I'm, I'm taking into account how they perform against these teams in their careers and stuff like that. Um, but I have just, I have seven names listed and the number that I'm going to list out, if it's this number or lower, that is what I'm going to make the bet. If their total comes in higher than the total that I have, I just kind of leave it alone. Um, that's not saying that I won't, I don't think that they can get it. That's just where I don't, really like the price anymore uh where it would be at um i think it would be a little bit too risky so not um not a huge uh, a list of huge names uh for tomorrow going up against these strikeout prone offenses but there are a few that i like and i have one that i have starred that i have as my favorite i should say uh starting off with i'll, I'll go kind of bottom of my list to the top of the list. Okay. Uh, Drew Smiley, he's on the Cubs facing the Giants. I have him at like three and a half strikeouts. So uh, the Giants, they're 22nd in strikeout per game this year, sitting at right at the threshold that I like to look at, which is 8.75 times a game. So it's like just over uh, eight and a half. Um, I like 
I like to look at that number basically because there's nine innings in a game, mm-hmm. and you're almost guaranteeing that it's a strikeout per inning. That's the closest, safest bet. Um, so that is sort of my threshold. And the Giants, they are better against left-handed pitching, but Smiley has cashed this number in two of his last three starts. So I feel like that's safe enough. Three and a half um, would be a play there. Tyler Malley, I faded him uh, for the game, but he does rack up some strikeouts. And I set the number at four and a half against Baltimore. Baltimore's offense is 24th in the league, striking out 8.8 times a game. Um, Zach Plesak going up against the Rays. The Rays are 25th with 8.83 strikeouts per game. I set his number at six and a half. He's hit this number in actually a lot of outings. In the in the past eight outings, he's hit in uh, six of them. Um, Nick Pavetta, I set his number at six and a half against Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been struggling. Malcolm's been all over this uh, team. I, I think he's reading through the lines because the offense uh, is not very efficient. Uh, it's their pitching staff that wins them their games. They're 26th in strikeouts per game with 8.83 strikeouts per game. Um, then for Philly, going up against Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's 28th in the MLB with 9.3 strikeouts a game. Ranger Suarez, I set his number at 3.5. He's not a guy that racks up a ton of them, mm-hmm. but uh, a, a weird lefty going up against the Pirates. I feel like he might be able to eke out four strikeouts. Um, he does not past that threshold very much so not really one of my favorites but pittsburgh strike out strikes out a ton glenn otto i set his number at three and a half against the angels they are the worst team in strikeouts per game in the mlb i love fading them they're 30th with 9.7 strikeouts a game and my favorite play of the day would be dean creamer uh over four and a half strikeouts so he's at four strikeouts three and a half strikeouts two and a half strikeouts i would be taking his over there uh he pitches way better on the road Mm -hmm. cincinnati they're 27th in the mlb in strikeouts per game and sitting at 8.85 that would be my favorite play um in the strikeout market tomorrow I love it, man. So I kind of, you know, just talking about how I guess both we, I guess because this is where we kind of discuss it is that, you know, you mentioned that you like looking at how they've been doing for the season long, right? And and um, you know, those numbers obviously change throughout the season. Um, and then for teams like you just just mentioned, how far back do you go and look at? Is are are you looking at the last three games, last five games, last seven games? How they kind of been doing strikeouts? Or how, how often they've been striking out because I feel like, you know, this is good information for our listeners is that a lot of times, especially when you're at this point of the season, you don't really want to look at season long averages. You probably want to look at how they've been doing recently. And I think the teams that you just highlighted there and the pictures that you want to be on are teams that have been recently struggling or yeah. are striking out a lot. Is that kind of what your process is? Yeah, for sure. I I use a site that gives me like their season long and also like how many strikeouts they've had over the last three, five, seven games, so you can kind of see like where they're at. I say just play around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sort of just found a method that I like to look at one full time through the starting rotation. So like five five games, uh, last five games, if their rate is like I my threshold is like eight and a half when I'm looking at like a condensed sort of uh, sample size because, you know, some days they might be seeing the ball really well against a good pitcher. 
but uh, five days you're, you're seeing basically a one, two, three, four, five pitcher in somebody's rotation, um, ideally. So I would go with eight and a half. That's my number that I use. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there is some sort of variance when you're looking at skill or talent of some of these pitchers as well, because mm-hmm. um, sometimes you you're, you have a Glenn Otto who's the fourth or fifth pitcher on this Rangers squad. He's not going to go out there and get a ton of strikeouts. And then you're looking at an Angel squad that is leading the MLB in strikeouts. But again, it's not an automatic you're tailing Glenn Otto here because he's right. not talented enough to get the swings and misses. Yeah, and I think last night is a prime example of that for me is when I took uh, Zach Wheeler uh, on his strikeout props last night. And, you know, if you kind of look at his game log uh, over the prior to last night's start, he wasn't a guy that was, you know, in the range of seven or more strikeouts. He was right around that four, five, six mark over his last, you know, five starts. But when you talk about, uh, players yeah. that strike or teams that strike out a lot. Pittsburgh is one of the worst teams, uh, not only season long, but also over the last three, last five that have been striking out a lot. Um, and that's why I kind of wanted to, to be on Zach Wheeler last night, because he is a guy that you just talked about how some pitchers don't have the, the, the pitches, I guess, uh, to strike out batters, but I think Zach Wheeler is one of those guys that can. And last night, uh, I was able to get that at you know six and a half at plus money and it cashed at eight. So I think that this, if you kind of like you mentioned that you play around with it, you look into the stats and you also get into the pitcher. And one thing I also do like looking at is how that certain pitcher has done historically against that particular team that he's facing. Um, and not really from a strikeout perspective, but also like you know if he's given up the hits, if he's given up the runs, because I think Zach Wheeler, his last start wasn't or against the um, Pirates wasn't back to, or I'm sorry, wasn't, was in 2019 was his last start. Uh, But Zach Wheeler from that point to here has gotten better, but he still had good numbers against, you know, the Pirates. And I think that was one of the reasons why I did want to be on uh, Zach Wheeler uh, last night. You've also gotten into, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Do you have anything else to add for the strikeout props? Um, I will say like, when you're talking about pitches and just for me, I mentioned whiffs. So like there's stats out there. If you want to get even deeper into the analytical world, there's whiff percentage. And then there's also CSW, which is also kind of uh, whiffs in its own right. It's called strikes and swings and misses. So uh, those two stats are really good to figure out, Hey, uh, one example is Dylan Cease. He's like one of the best in the MLB when it comes to CSW. Um, but he does have a little bit of a control issue and he's up there in walks as well. So it's like um, that stat is not like good when you're determining like how a pitcher is going to do it for an outing. But when you're looking at strictly strikeout uh, props, that is a wonderful stat to look at. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I think uh, Captain Santos also makes a great point in the chat is that you also want to look at umpires as well. Um, you know, some umpires have a very large strike zone, you know, guys like Angel Hernandez who have a very strike. Uh, <laughs> and then there's and there's uh, umpires that have a very small strike zone that they're going to make you make the pitch. So I think that's very important looking at their K rates and, and you know, how many strikeouts are averaging per game. I think that's, you know, there's there's great websites out there and information that gives you all that uh, handicapping tools for those strikeout props as well. Uh, anything else uh, you wanted to add there, Noah, before we wrap it up here? 
No, I think I'm good. I think I think the play would be Creamer. My next favorite's probably Nick Pavetta going up against the Brewers. I like it, man. All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Our lock, dog, and total for the Saturday games. Got into some handicapping of uh, strikeout props as well. So uh, definitely be uh, – if you are a prop better and you like looking at those strikeout props, hopefully that was some useful information from Noah – uh, and myself uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, no, anything else you want to get off your chest and then uh, let the people know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, I just mentioned the names, but I'll, I'll say the total again. Dean yeah. Creamer, four and a half, um, and then Nick Pavetta, six and a half. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter. The show's Twitter account is uh, at MLB SGPN. Uh, our Twitters are on the screen on YouTube, Sports Nerd 824 for Moonoff, and the word 70, number 7NB for me, myself. Um, go wherever you're listening to the podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, or whatever. Um, leave us a like, rating, review, subscribe to it. Um, I was actually playing golf with a, a guy in my dad's league. And I was telling him about SGPN and like everything that we offer. Um, and he was asking where we could find it. So I know um, some of you may find us from YouTube, but yeah, we're on every available platform. So shout out to Craig for uh, reminding me to just say that on today's pod- podcast. But uh, I think that is all that I'm uh, remembering or willing to plug. So how yeah. about you, Manoff? No, that you covered pretty much everything. If you haven't already subscribed to the uh, YouTube channel for MLB Gambling Podcast, make sure to do so. And if you haven't already subscribed to the uh, uh, the podcast feed, wherever you listen to it, whether it's Spotify, on Google, or on Apple Podcasts, just do us a favor. Leave a uh, – sorry, subscribe. And please also, if you haven't already, leave, a, leave us a rating and review. Uh, it definitely helps grow the show. And definitely if you do um, – Leave us a rating, a review. Hopefully it's a five-star one. We'll definitely give you a shout-out on the show for sure. Uh, With that being said, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We will be back in some form or fashion for the uh, Monday games. Uh, Hopefully we can get that recorded by Sunday and then get that out overnight so you guys can get ahead of the lines for those Monday games. And we also are approaching the trade deadline, so uh, I'm sure we'll have conversations about that uh, early on next week as we slowly – and surely approach the trade deadline in MLB. Noah, thank you so much, my man. Uh, we will be back, like I said, next week. Till then, good luck with your bets this weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride.